Be'ezes Hashem Yizbarek. We will continue what we are learning in the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12, where the Shir is in the Schos Rafur Shalema, for Hinda Bastabarachel. What we are learning, this most magnificent letter from the Balatanya, letter number 12, which contains some of the greatest secrets of humanity. We are going very deep into what he wants to explain, that there's the activity of tzedakah, and there is the inner dimension and obsession with tzedakah. And the two different energies and rewards that they bring about in the world. We are going very deep into this idea that based on what the Holy Balatanya explains in chapter 37 in Tanya, that one of the biggest revolutions of Hasidic philosophy, of the revelation of the Holy Balshemtev, is that we are not in this world just to surrender and listen to God. But in fact, the reward that we are getting for the work that we're doing is not a reward of going into Ganeidah. The reward is Yemuisa Mashiach and Tchiasa Mesim, the Messianic era, and the deeper time in the Messianic era when all the dead, all the Jewish people from all the generations will wake up from the dead. And then there will be an awesome revelation of godliness in the world, in this physical world, with the intelligence of God the heartbeat of God, the compassion of God, and the actual revelation of the energy of creation will be revealed in the world. And the beauty and magnificence of life is that in our six days of the week, we bring that energy into the world and we will live with this energy in the Messianic era, where the energy of Torah and Mitzvahs, that energy is the energy that everyone's going to live with in the Messianic era, because the Mitzvah is the reward. We think that we're doing work which without the Balatanya and the Balshemtiv's radical redefinition, reframing, revelation, without the enormous Hasidic disclosure. You think that you're doing Torah mitzvahs. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know why we're doing it. We're doing it in surrendered activity. Comes the Holy Balatanya and he says, taste from the Torah of the Messianic era. I want to give you insight now into what you're doing. 
not later. I want you to study this now. You were, we were given the gift. The Baal Shem Tev was given the reward, the merit, the responsibility, the enormous opportunity to share with us, to taste from the foods of the day of Shabbos Kodesh, of the thousand years that we are going into in Shabbos Kodesh. Which is Misha Tarek Bader Shabbos, whoever works in the six days of the week, the beginning of the week till the end of the week, Yoichel B'Shabbos, he will eat on Shabbos. There's a mitzvah to taste from the food before Shabbos. And this we are experiencing now as we are Friday afternoon in the 6,000 years of Golos. 6,000 years of the Chet Eitzadas. We are doing the work. We are doing the work of radically transforming the world, of bringing godliness deep into the world, of refining our characters, of unleashing the nuclear atomic energy in our beastly inclinations to refine them and harness them and unleash within them human consciousness, a divine consciousness, a consciousness that makes peace, that makes tranquility and never-ending everlasting tranquility between all of my organs and all of my energies and all of my intellect and emotive, all of my practical and actual energies that there are in this world to unite them and unify them all to the purpose. Which is the 6,000 years which we were given Torah, Mitzvah, Samat, and Torah. 613 commandments to refine ourselves and to usher in, to bring in the enormous revelation of godliness in the world. And that's why the Holy Balatanya who was given the mission by the Magid, by the Balshemtiv, who was a new soul. He represented the souls that are going to be born in the Messianic era, the new hybrid of God and the Jewish people. We're souls that are going to be born on the level of Adam Arishan and even higher. Adam Arishan was Yetzir Kap of Shalakodesh Baruch He was the handiwork of God. He was made in God's image. He was made with God's hands. He was made, metaphorically, he was made in God's form. Through the tremendous work of 6,000 years, the energy of God is generated and dwells within man. Like it says in Pashas V'titzavah, I took you out of Mitzrayim so I can dwell within you. So Adam was created in God's image and in God's form. And then through Torah and Mitzvahs, God dwells within us. Where our energies, our attributes, our character, our personality, our heart and intellect become divine. They don't only mirror divine, they become divine. The divinity, the energy of God, the ten energies, how God relates to the world. 
dwell within us and through us. Like it says in the Kabbalistic works that Avram Avinu was God's kindness. God's kindness said, so to speak, I have no work to do in this world since Avram Avinu took over. Which means that God's kindness was dwelled within and through Avram Avinu. And this is an enormous revolution to see with a panoramic vision. To see the secret of the whole entire Torah. Where the Torah is not only a body of the Torah, but the Torah becomes a living, breathing, inner dimension work. Where the work of the Torah is 6,000 years, 6 days of the week. Which each day of the week represents a different one of the 6 energies. First day is Chesed, the second day is Gvura. The third day is Tveres, Rachamim, compassion. The fourth day is Netzach. The fifth day is Hoyt. The sixth day is Yisoyt. And the seventh day is Malchus, is Shabbos. And not just Shabbos the way it's Shabbos, but Shabbos the way Malchus, the way it goes, it's elevated. This is a tremendous amount of information, but a tremendous amount of energy that's going into life. That we are not just surrendered to God, but we are involved in activity and obsession with Torah and Mitzvahs, which is reframing, redefining, and radically transforming the physical nature of this world. Where the God is being revealed in the world, both his essence, which is beyond comprehension, and his energies, the ten energies, his ten names, the way he relates to the world. God's intelligence is made real by us. His intelligence is the Torah. His master plan for creation is the Torah. And his plan was to make a partner with the divine. To make a partner. To make man in God's image. And the master plan is that I, God... The soul of all the souls. I want to narrow myself down to 10 energies. And I want to become revealed in the world. And I've become revealed in the world through you. Which is the secret of marriage. Husband and wife are one in Gan Eden. Soulfully. One in the concept of Adam and Chava. That they were first one being. Both body and soul. They were a Siamese twin. Then they get split. Through a surgery. And we all have this surgery in our own private lives. We're born to different parents, which is the surgery of the birth of creation. And then we meet each other again, husband and wife, one day. And now we have to become each other. We retain, retain our identities. We come with our traumas, with our past. And we have to meet a place of marriage where I am nothing without you. We become the other. Where I see myself in you. And I see I am nothing without you. And you see yourself in me. And where I come to cherish the animus. Where I first married you because I realized I married my other half. And then I have my animus. Where I watch your trauma. The scars of your personality. The things that I didn't know on the dates. And with you, where I see how you're connected. Where you're different than me. Where a woman is Bina and he's Chachma. Where she's into the details and he's into the collective. Where he's an idea and she makes it practical. Where she narrows it down and he's superficial. 
And then they intertwine. There's a tremendous snugness, there's a friction and a tremendous battle to interact with each other. Not to live superficially, vicariously for either a physical or a collective need to understand that I was made for you. We are made for each other. We have no existence and no significance without the other. And then to come to be desperately obsessed with listening to my spouse's perspective, to see my blind spot, and to see my shleimah, shleimus of the kula, to see the shalom that there isn't the bias, to see the peace, not that we, let's make peace because we're fighting, but to see the enormous of God, there is nothing that can hold the blessing of God, only peace. There's nothing that can generate God, only peace. And God made man and woman, Adam and Chava, in this sway. So they should have metaphor. They should have insight into their relationship with God, our relationship with God. If I'm a man and I'm looking at you as a woman, what I'm looking at my, as a woman, I'm looking at myself because I'm God's woman. And if I'm a woman and I'm looking at my husband, what am I looking at? My husband, or I'm looking at my husband the way he reflects the divine, the divine image in him. And if I'm a woman and I'm looking at my husband and he's the divine, does that mean I'm not divine? That means that I desperately need for the divine to dwell within me. And how am I going to bring the divine in me? Where is God? Where is my husband? He's wherever you let him in. Wherever you bring him in. And that is the enormous opportunity of Torah Mitzvahs. Where God says, I made you in my image. And now, you have to partner with me to create this world. You have to bring me deep into this world. Like we explained about the seed. Man produces the seed. And the woman will bring the life force of that seed deep into all the organs. She will generate the organs, cultivate the organs, grow the organs. Tremendous active activity of creation. And that's what we are doing for 6,000 years. Doing Torah mitzvahs, refining our character, refining the world. Being metaka de tzadas, which is to become man on our own. Where in the spiritual sense, Chava said, I want to know good and bad. Which the holy Hasidic master said, that God says, and I've seen everything that I created every single day, one day, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And every day is Vayara Lekimus Kolmasha Toiv, and it was good. Because it reflected heaven. Even though heaven and earth is created, even though light and darkness, even though body and soul, even though there are two energies in this world. But finally, after the sixth day of creation, after Adam and Eve sinned, God says, It is very good. And that shares with us the deep, profound secret of our trauma. 
in the secret of this peric of this holy letter, that we look back sometimes at our trauma. And we say, who wants trauma? But that the true comfort is, you may be fruitful in my land and my suffering. Ultimately, I will unleash a core inside of me. Ultimately, Chava gets in touch where Adam calls her Chava because she is the life force of the world. She gets in touch with her pregnant potential, which is the deep ability to create this world and to create the world even out of knowing bad, even out of my ego, even out of my negativity. Which is God saying, you push the limits of your, of your body. You push the limits of your selfishness. But there is still something very good about that, which is that you're going to be able to burst out from the physical. You're going to be able to burst out from your selfish, your self-oriented, self-preserved, self-centered, and self-directed personality. One day in time, you will be Megala that really you are not what you think you are. You are Adam Adam Elion. You are made in God's image, which is imageless, which means there is no definition. The self that you have, the image that you have, is a glimmer of who you are. Who you are is far beyond anything you can comprehend. And all of your trauma, all of the Khetitsadas, all of this brokenness was to be able to develop something far greater and far more infinite where we can heal a broken world, where we have the ability of Trias Amesim. We have the ability to refine and to transform and to bring God deep into this brokenness, to heal the Jewish family from the tremendous Sinas to radically reform the entire universe and to understand that any one person can just deeply tap into his obsessive nature, the fact that he's Bnei Yisrael, because Yaakov Avinu had the face of Adam Arishan. And Yaakov Avinu, when he beat the Malach of Esav, he got a new name, Yisrael, which showed that he could control the world, he's owned the world. And this is what we are doing for 6,000 years. We are doing Torah mitzvahs. We are radically transforming the world. We are bringing God deep into this world. Every one of Torah mitzvahs is about compassion. And compassion means to take this world, which is gvura, which is covered up, measure for measure, a, bl- a black world, and to introduce compassion, which is the Torah, which is to love another person, which is to put yourself, that you're not here for your selfishness. You're not here what you can get, you're here what you can give, what you can give to God, what you can give to your spouse, what you can give to your children. And to tap into that selfless nature, even for one moment in your life, and to obsess on it, and to radically transform someone's life. It's a miraculous energy. It's to witness how you changed nature. You think you're insignificant because you're trapped by a self, by a pettiness. Because you think you're a copy. But God says you are not a copy. You are made in my image. You are made 
in my likeness, and I have no image. I am undefinable and unimaginable, and I'm imageless. Therefore, you can tap into a selflessness. You can tap into an infinite energy that's going to unite the world, that's going to heal the world, that's going to heal all your trauma. And the whole metaphor of marriage, we go through marriage only to understand this, to tap into an energy that could create radical peace in my home, which is a, a, a tranquility and never ending, where husband and wife are desperate for each other because they realize they're nothing without each other. Where the rich man is looking for the money only so he can give it out with his tremendous enjoyment in life. His whole obsession, his whole life force and energy is, what could he give? He's reached a place where he can already self-imagine that the greatest form of philanthropy, the greatest form of wealth, after you have everything your heart desires, you still don't have any enjoyment until you're in a space of giving. Because giving is the greatest pleasure and getting is only a copy of giving. And to be in a space of giving no matter what, to be in that obsessive nature is to create compassion. Where gvura becomes chesed. Where as a receiver from God, I become a giver. And for 6,000 years, we are radically redefining and transforming the world. And that is what he's explaining over here, that the secret of the Holy Torah is that we were nivra b'tzelem adam. We were made in God's image. And in the Messianic era, we will reach that pi pinnacle where the whole entire Jewish nation, 15 million Jews, will be one unit of Knesset Yisrael, one unit of the Chava of Adam. And in that space, we will be one with God. We will have understood that the whole Golas, the whole Mitzrayim, was just to have this revelation. This is the enormous secret of the Torah. Once you understand this concept, there's a radical redefinition of the Torah. Do you see this enormity? Every person in the Torah, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, each one based on their work that they did, they had a different revelation of God, a different name. Va'ira, Matan Torah, Kriyas Yamsuf, one by one, the Jewish people went. Couple of hundred years in Mitzrayim explains the Holy Balatanya, that refinement that they went through, that suffering, that allowed them to be vessels for Kriya Siamsa for Matan Torah. Abraham Avinu went through tremendous tests and then God revealed himself to him. And a different nature of God revealed to Moshe Rabbeinu after he went through his tests. Every single part of the Torah is a different revelation of God, whether it's a dream, whether it's a visualization. It's your work. You're my seno, aboy the seno. You understand? It's the story of the Torah. We are the Torah. We are the never-ending story of the Torah. Never-ending and everlasting story. The story didn't stop with Moshe breaking the luchais. It's a never-ending story of divine revelation. And we are at the pinnacle. We are at the end now with ultimate revelation of 2,000 years of Golas, of radically being Moshe Nefesh, surrendering of the soul, tremendous selfless love from one Jew to the other, tremendous Mesiris Nefesh dying, Al-Kiddush Hashem, bringing the soul so deep into the body till the body can't contain it. And to see that enormous revolution in the world, that the whole world is blessed by you, all the technology we have is a candy compared to the schar that's coming. But it is the schar nonetheless. The materiality of this life is not Moore's law. 
It is the law of the Torah mitzvahs. Schar mitzvah, ya mitzvah. When the sat imach koyset ilaychul, when the sat ingeshmechem beitem, you go in my footsteps, starting from before the Torah was even given, and you get divine revelation. It is dependent on your work and your obsession throughout Golos. Whatever you obsess, that will be your revelation. You will refine your body to be a vessel and a vehicle to generate my divinity, my, my infinite divinity, because you were made in my image and I will dwell with, within you. And then there will be other Echava, husband and wife, the Jewish people and God. They're inseparable. When you see the Jewish people, you see God. And we see God, you see the Jewish people. There's such a unity that's undefinable and inseparable. And in that state, all of consciousness, all of the Jewish people will become one. They will know each other with deep empathy. And even though there'll be a separation in the bodies, there'll be such a heightened sensitivity of my heart to your heart, to 15 million hearts, to all of the Messianic era and the to all the Jews that ever lived. And how I cannot understand that infinity is because I don't understand the core of my soul. Just like the core of my soul is controlling trillions of atoms. But I don't know it. But in the messianic era, I will know it consciously because the infinity of God will come into me. And in that space, men and women will be truly equal. In the sense that the Jewish people, the woman of God, will have become one with God. And we will have generated an enormous amount of energy, godly energy, where we are so in tune with each other. Every single Jewish person is in tune with millions of other Jews because of a heightened sensitivity that was created throughout all this thousands of years in Gullus. And that is the beauty of what he wants to share with this parak that it's totally and if you obsess on it, whatever you do now, you will live within the messianic era because you are the creator of the world. You can change people's destinies. But you're not aware of it. But if you become aware of it, you become obsessed with it. And if you become obsessed with it, you see it in every angle of your life. You're able to see this now. Now when the messianic era happens, when it's too late. When you will live with what you accomplished. Your heightened sensitivity you're creating now. And this is an enormous revolution in the world. And this enormous revolution that the Holy Balatanya gave. To be able to see that schar mitzvah ya mitzvah. That all of Torah mitzvahs was a vehicle of how you can become divine. How you can become dmuseinu, talmenu, and yishkenu. That God should be able to dwell within you and through you. You're already made in his mold, already made in his form, already made in his image, already made in his likeness. Now you can either be animal or selfless. You can either surrender your animal, you can either take all your knowledge of self. And use it for another person. You could take all your wealth and grow your own identity or you could give it for another person. Which is the greatest satisfaction on planet Earth. To realize that if you're here for everyone else, you're a beacon of light. You have touched the epitome of all pleasures. You have tapped into the infinity of all infinities. And to make that real on this planet now. Because to understand that the whole entire is full of godly revelation. For who? People that worked. Not people that were, ran their own companies. Not people that worked for bosses. But the Holy Lubavitcher ever when he explained this, he said, you don't have to give up your job. But you have to understand your internal mission. Your job is your external job. You have to eat, it's external thing. But internally, you have to bless God. Internally, you have to say, it's the energy that's going to give me life. Internally, you have to choose healthy foods. Internally, you have to meditate. 
on the extrapolation of this divine spark in the food. Externally, you might be working for yourself or for someone else. But internally, you have to be part of the family business, which is Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, which is compassion, which is avoiding tzedakah, to be obsessed with compassion. Because that reward is a never-ending, everlasting tranquility and a clarity into the whole entire Torah. And if you're listening to this, it's part of the reward because the Holy Balatanya was given the gift to share all these things because he gave his life for compassion. And that's why from heaven they said, and that's why in the fourth letter that he wrote, in the second letter that he wrote in the holy letters, he said, I came out of prison and I was told from heaven that I can reveal these secrets only because of obsessive compassion. This is what saved us all. And that's what's going to usher in the Messianic era. The one part of the Torah that still continues today. Where the, where the holy prophets prophesied our time and they said, through compassion, we will go out of Gullus. That means me and you. That means when Messiah comes, when the Messianic era is ushered in in completion, we will see that we have ushered that in. The holy prophets were talking about us. And in that space, the Torah was never ending because it started with Adam and it's going to be the final people who are going to usher in the Messianic era. And how amazing it is. Ashrei How blessed and cherished is a person who can obsess in compassion now and have the ability and the enormous, the enormous contribution and schus to usher in the Messianic era, to realize that I still have a chance to obsess over compassion and to radically transform the world and to make miracles now and then to watch and witness the godly revelation that I'll have in my soul the way he says in this letter, which is an enormous idea. As somebody who told me that when he heard this idea, he dropped the glass of water that he was holding because he never imagined such an idea that the revelation of God, that the Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, or Moshe, or somebody had in the Torah, could be real over here by me. That's what the Balatanya is saying. That during when you pray, you will have a revelation of God that's indefinable and indescribable. And in that space, everything in your life will become clear. How can we describe such a thing? Even the Torah is not able to describe these revelations of God. But the Holy Balatanya says through obsessive compassion, you can generate this enormous revelatory light from God, this infinite compassion of God, which in that space you have a whole new eyes. You see the world from a different angle and you continue in your compassion. And you have the enormous opportunity of ushering in the Messianic era. But a person has to realize that meanwhile we are learning about it. But to do it is to bring in the Nishama Chadasha, the new child. To do it is to make it real. To think about it and to learn about it is the business plan. But a business plan that's not put into action just remains a good idea that's going to pass away with the sands of time. So to make this real in your life is something you have to do. You have to think about this and bring it into action. Start with one act today. Radically transform someone's life. Don't be selfish for another minute, another meal, another thing, how you're going to fulfill yourself. But be in a space where you can be entirely there for someone else. 
the way you would want them to be there for you. Make a change for them entirely. And then witness the magical revolution that that has in your life. Witness the tremendous obsessive energy that God rains down on you. That refines your organs. That allows for a genius in spirituality, a clarity that you never thought possible. That radically could transform your destiny where you don't have to suffer. Where you are transcendental, where you are baby, where you rise above measure for measure. Because you have tipped the scale for that person. You have eliminated his measure for measure. You have taken the poor man who was destined not to have. And you say, I will change it. I will change his destiny, even though from heaven, they didn't allow that. Because I am made from heaven and earth. I was made in God's image and I can change someone's destiny, which is the secret of compassion. And then compassions rain down on you. Then you can transcend and see the future now. And to be able to touch that for one minute in your life, it's the most magical thing in the world because then you are changed forever.